History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Is that hump day? Are we, did we? Hump day? Yes, indeedy. We have finally reached it. We have reached the hump day of this week. And hopefully that means that we can, we can get over the hump and I don't have to look at, at, uh, General Millie's face anymore. Um, we should, we should be looking at him doing a perp walk. Um, I, memo to me, I need to be, I need to replace those Reagan quotes with, uh, some from Patton. Because let me tell you, in any, we need to be asking ourselves not only about freedoms that, that we've lost in this country that are gone. Right. And and there's more and more freedoms. What few that we have left are, are in the process of being taken away from us. But we need to be asking ourselves how many Americans are actually prepared to do anything to try to restore our freedoms. And what are we going to do without a U.S. military to protect us and to protect our Constitution? Glad to have you guys with me tonight. 888-344-1170. I don't know if you watched any of today's hearing. Today was the House. Yesterday was the Senate grilling him. Today um, was even more disturbing to me than yesterday, and I'm going to give you my opinions on it. I'm not going to be playing a lot of sound bites from it. Um, you can you can get sound bites from it. I, I, I can't listen to that man another minute. I cannot listen to the rhinos that supported him and propped him up from yesterday or today. There's very few in the Republican Party that are actually interested in holding anybody accountable. So uh, uh, we I'm glad these these hearings happened because we did get some actual facts that show the treason that is going on in the United States government and our military. Um, but there was far too much uh, politicizing and theatrics. And what happened with some of the Republicans today was as disturbing those posing the questions as General Milley himself. 888-344-1170. We've got to get into some economics tonight because we've uh, the Republicans managed to stop a government shutdown, although that's never a problem for me. But there's still issues going on with debt and debt payments. Uh, as the Democrats continue to try to push through uh, trillions and trillions and trillions more spending on us. We've got to talk about that as well. Some updates on the vax. Um, I got my buddy back with me tonight, though. It's hump day and back and not, not a day too soon. It's my man, DJ Potato Skins. Hey, take a week off. You know, you think you're going to come back. Things are going to be a little bit happier, a little bit rosier. Wake up to the UT today, all kinds of crazy vaccine headlines and back in it again. It just it just never ends, Andrea. It never ends. Well, it doesn't. And what we need is some good news stories that will, will come in the form of accountability. That's what Amen we need. That. We need accountability. Congressman Biggs was on the show last night talking about the Senate hearings yesterday and Millie and they have he's they've now filed uh, Congressman Biggs and a few others um, a, a total of seven articles of impeachment at this point um i hear what he's saying that uh, you know if, if biden were to be impeached if he were to, to leave office we'd still be stuck with kamala she's no better but let me tell you the message needs to be sent the message needs to be sent for accountability and we don't have it today to catch you up on what happened in today's hearings a couple of things of note millie finally confirmed what we all knew that he did tell china that he would give them a heads up if the U.S. were to attack. This is the chairman 
of the Joint Chiefs of the U.S. military. Joint Chiefs of Staff. That means he's the chairman of the head of the army. He's the chairman of of all of them. You take all the heads of all the branches and he's the top dude. Right? This is our military leadership. This is the head of the United States military. And he admits today that he called the Chinese Communist Party and promised them that he would give them a warning if the United States of America was going to attack. He said it was his job to keep the peace. No, it is not his job. His job is to follow the orders of the uh, follow the chain of command, follow the orders of the commander in chief. There is a reason why the United States military is under civilian control. What he did is treason. This is treason. This is this is what it is. We we need Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller to t- be taken out of solitary confinement in the brig for exercising his First Amendment rights, and he needs to be replaced with this man. I mean, do, 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 I have to, do I have to educate people out there? I mean, is there any American out there who doesn't realize that you don't go and tip off the enemy? Hey, we're going to come and attack? I can't hear That's you. That's Foreign Affairs 101. Well, it's, it's Wartime 101. I mean, and, and Sun Tzu's Art of War, do they not teach... I mean, is this where we're at in the United States military today? Hey, we're going to destroy you, but just to let you know, <laughs> we're going to give you a heads up before we do it. I mean, when, when Truman, commander-in-chief, decided to do a Jimmy Doolittle raid and drop uh, a couple of bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Did, did he give they, Japan the call? Yeah, did they, yeah, did they give Japan, did, did his chairman of the Joint Chiefs at the time, did he call up Japan and say, Psst, by the way, we're going to be dropping a nuke on y'all, on your heads? So be ready. This is insanity that this man not only is still in his position, but he was praised today in these hearings by none other than Liz Cheney. Because the Republican Party joined in today as the Democrats shifted the discussion today from Afghanistan and turned it to January 6th. Liz Cheney thanked them for standing in the gap. Standing in the gap because, uh, you know, we got to make sure that everybody realizes that these Islamic terrorists that took down the Twin Towers, used pressure cookers on the streets in Boston, slaughtered a bunch of gay people at Pulse nightclub, cut off a worker's head at 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 a plant in Oklahoma, shot up a bunch of people at Fort Hood with Warrior for Allah on his business card. Shot up a Christmas party in San Bernardino. They're not. That's not the problem we face. No, it's these evil patriot extremists. Those that would question the outcome of an election. That's where the conversation went today. That's why there will be no accountability for General Milley. No accountability for for, uh, Secretary of Defense Austin. No accountability for McKenzie. And and, and I'll tell you something else. I'm tired of hearing conservatives praise McKenzie. I was on a panel today with Jonathan Gilliam. Ugh. Steve Harvey ugh, praising McKenzie because he, had, he, he because he dared to admit some of the buffoonery and the mistakes that they made. You don't get, you don't get praise for that. They need to be yanked out, court-martialed. Even if McKenzie didn't commit treason, if, if in the private sector. You do you do this kind of a horrific job, particularly you cost the lives of a coworker. You get fired, man. And when you are aiding and abetting the enemy, if your boots on the ground, 
and you aid and abet the enemy, you're tried. Eddie Gallagher was tried here in San Diego in a courtroom, was court-martialed because he took a photo with a corpse of the Taliban. Photo. And he was court-martialed. This man, on top of the debacle that happened over there, he offers aid and comfort to the enemy, and he's still sitting in his position. That's because this is all about... Oh, and he said today, a couple of other points to keep in mind. He said today, I never... when When he was called on the carpet... For these interviews that he did, bad mouthing his commander in chief. Oh, I don't. I I never speak ill. I never bad mouth. I never. I never speak bad of presidents. This is the same guy that did a video, a couple of videos actually, did a video where he apologized to the United States because he walked across the street with President Trump to a church, a church that was burned down, by the way, amidst riots in which they were literally burning buildings across this country including dc and he actually defended black lives matter and antifa defended them this is a guy that said yeah you know what i'm white and we got to get to the bottom of what's of what the problem is with white people in this country this man has no business being the head of the united states military but he is because he represents the u.s military today Stu, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller sits in solitary confinement as a message. They would not accept his resignation because this is a message. They need to keep him in prison. They need to send a message to everybody below the chain of command, below uh, Millie, SecDef Austin, and the rest of them. Don't you dare speak out. Don't you dare speak on behalf of liberty. The U.S. military has, do, do, what, what came to me, my takeaway from these hearings today, U.S. military, they don't give a crap about, uh, they, they've literally partnered with the Islamic terrorist. This was intentional what they did, partnering with, with Islam. In fact, another question that came out today, he was asked by, by Stefanik out of New York, who I don't like. I don't, I don't, you know, she, uh, she's uh, not a conservative. She was asked, she asked Millie today whether or not we're safer today from terror. Uh, she asked all of them, all three of the three little pigs. She asked all of them, uh, were we, are we safer today? And they all said, yes, we're safer today. Do you think we're safer today? Not even close, Andrea. I actually, the more days that go by, the less safe I feel. How could we be safer when the terrorist organization that we went there 20 years ago to dismantle. Guess what? They're back. They're not only back. They're, they've taken over the government. And now they're equipped with $85 billion worth of U.S. military equipment. $85 billion worth. There's no boots on the ground. There's no intelligence community on the ground. Americans have been left there for slaughter. They're being referred to as partners. There's rumblings that they're going to actually be coming here and speaking at the U.N. General Council. At some point in the future, they've been completely emboldened. These people have more military than most NATO allies. And we're supposed to be safer. We heard more today, similar crap about how about Al Qaeda has, you know, kind of the Obama Al Qaeda's on the run, continuing to prop up the false notion that our U.S. military and our U.S. government's been pushing out for a long time, that Islamic terror centered around an organization called Al Qaeda, when it's really about an ideology. And that ideology has been emboldened. It was not Al-Qaeda 
that launched a terrorist attack on September 11, 2012, in which American lives were lost after some of them stood on, a, on, on rooftops for 13 hours, fending them off with no help from the U.S. government. That wasn't Al-Qaeda. We're in real serious trouble when this is what our U.S. military has become. They've been indoctrinated, and, and now our leadership is, is turning against U.S. citizens. And that's what was uh, the hearings became about today. So nobody's going to be held accountable. We're going to take a break and continue that on the other side as well as get into some other news, uh, like uh, the economic uh, uh, issues of the day. And I would love to hear from you, 888-344-1170. And I don't know if you've heard this one. I think you did. YouTube has banned any video, any video that dares to question anything related to the vaccines. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on ourfreenation.org. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I got to pose this question to you. Um, I posted on Facebook, and by the way, I have been very limited on my social media posting the past week or so. I've just been super busy with stuff going on outside the show. But the most controversial question that I've posed in a while, um, I said, my thoughts on avocado toast, it's a no. Skins? Wow. You know, movie soundtracks and avocado toast. No, avocado toast is one of the most perfect foods ever. Really? Depends on now. It depends on where you get it. Homemade is fantastic. And when you go to a restaurant, you got to get it at the right place because they all do it a little different. Well, I, there's uh, to me, there's nothing good that can come from toast slathered in green slime. Okay. I don't want to be slime. I don't want to eat slime. Okay. You don't like guacamole? No. I don't like guacamole. Well, there's the problem. Yeah. I also don't like sour cream. I don't like white stuff. I don't like mayonnaise. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> feel free to chime in on that if you want. I mean, that literally has been my most controversial uh, post. Here's one that I saw today before, and then I'll get back a little okay. bit on... Um, General Milley, I just uh, saw a great comment. Um, United Airlines has fired 600 workers. Now, these 600 workers, think about that. How, how much higher are they going to raise uh, ticket prices now? When they, you know, uh, so now people are going to have to wait how long in lines at the airport? What kind of, what, what kind of, I mean, it's already tough enough. You're already treated like crap by these airlines. And now they're going to fire 600 people that, like nurses, all worked successfully. They all worked. They all they all managed to survive being locked in tight on an airline with people. They successfully got everybody to wear their masks. And now uh, they're they're going to be fired because they don't want to get the jab. And think about this in, in reference to that. Harvard has been almost 100% vaxxed with students as well as their employees, right? Their staff, uh, you know, staffers as well as their professors. They had to move to online classing because of break, breakthrough cases. Same thing with with Israel and other countries that are almost 100% Israel vaxxed. keeps throwing the vaccine at the problem. It should be pretty obvious what's going on here, Andrea. Well, that that's the point because it's like, okay, um, when you've got... Um, I here's uh, David Harris posted this Iceland, UK, Israel, Harvard and countless examples uh, of organizations and countries that are almost 100 percent vaxxed. And that means that those vaxxed are the ones that are transmitting. 
So here's another question somebody posted. If fully vaccinated people can get it and spread it, why aren't they losing their jobs too? Because if the point is, is you're going to fire somebody supposedly for not getting vaxxed because they're a threat to other people because they're going to get it and spread it, then then the vaxxed people are getting it and spreading it. So it's it, it, it. how many Americans, when when you read this and I share this, why are there any Americans left that still don't get it, that actually think that this is about anything but power? There's so much evidence out there right now. All you got to do is, is really just pay attention to what's going on and all, all the pieces line up. This is not about public health or safety. No. It's about using public health as an excuse to gain power over us. And here's where it's going. It's going with guns. That's where it's going next. We're starting to hear rumblings that based upon Chicago, instead of realizing the message out of Chicago is that uh, the lesson to be learned is that gun control doesn't work. And Andrea, this happens in every single communistic socialist dictatorship before they take all the people's rights away. Well, they have to, because when you look at what's going on in Australia, uh, first of all, uh, with Chicago, uh, the, the, the answer and the, the, the answer um, that should be clear the message that should be clear, the takeaway from Chicago, is that gun control doesn't work, right? Instead of them admitting it, uh, they've got to now declare it a public health crisis so that they've got an excuse to come and take our guns. And if you look at what's going on in Australia, if they had guns down there, if they had a Second Amendment right, would the police be able to go around literally beating up with bully sticks old people in their 70s cracking their heads open because they don't have a mask on? Would they be able to get away with that here? They know that what what uh, the the only way that what stands right now between them, the U.S. government having complete communist control over us right now is gun control. It is really guns. Although they've really already gotten a whole lot over on us just with masks, right? But that's the that's the final thing. That's the final thing that stands in their way. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but over the weekend, about 400 people coughed up their guns here in San Diego County with a gun with a gun exchange program where they use taxpayer funds to motivate people to incentivize people to hand in their guns. Oh, no, I did not hear that. That ticks me off. You want to hand over your gun, hand over your gun, but don't take money from me to give to somebody who wants to hand over that's dumb enough to hand over their gun. And there was a time in which we thought that even if we had enough Americans uh, willing to hand over their guns, or even though um, you know we still have the Second Amendment in our country, there was a time in which we thought that we had and we needed the U.S. Gov- the U.S. military to, to stand in the middle for us against an overreaching government. We don't have the military That's anymore. Not there to anymore. Defend. They're, they're not there anymore. We can't. We've got. We've got one sheriff in Riverside who says I'm not going to enforce these these mask mandates and these vax mandates. But we've got a whole lot of law enforcement. We've got a whole lot of sheriffs that are willing. Uh, if you look at the sheriffs and the police that have been willing to enforce unconstitutional demands on us, the U.S. with what's happening with our military, it's frightening. It's frightening. And we've got and, and what's also frightening is we've got enough Americans that are willing to hand over their guns, willing to be controlled with masks, willing to put their arm out and be jabbed. Now we've got the we've got the head of Pfizer coming out today saying, yeah, this is going to be an annual thing. Because they it was supposed to be 15 days to flatten the curve. 
They denied therapeutics. They told you eventually your life would get back to normal once we got the jabs. Then we had the variants. And now we got now we've got they're they're admitting that they don't stop you from getting it. So now it's going to be treated as though it's something you gotta have on an annual basis. Therefore we're gonna have to have the phone and the proof of jabs in order to be able to to maneuver around in our lives. And they've changed the very definition of a vaccine. Of it's course. no longer to prevent you from getting anything. Right. So that gets us again back to uh, Millie and the U.S. military. Um, there's so much. Um, the one thing that Ted Harvey did say well on the, the panel that I was on in Newsmax, the only thing that I agreed with with those two guys that I was on the panel with was that it was it, it has been a display of gaslighting with the U.S. military. Um Gaslighting is meant to manipulate you, meant to meant to make you think you're crazy. This is just to me more flat out lying. This is just flat out lying. Uh, they they know that this was the the greatest military debacle in U.S. history. They know that there is no legitimate explanation for it. They know it was intentional. This was not incompetence. So they've got to they've got to lie to you and tell you that quote this was a logistical success and a strategic failure. How, can, How you, can anybody buy that? Why? Well, can you can you explain to me what a logistical fi- success is with a strategic failure? How do you have logistical? First of all, that's an oxymoron. It doesn't even make sense. Somebody pointed out yesterday. That's like saying, "Yeah, you know, but for the Allies and Patton's army, Hitler had you know a, a logistical success with a strategic failure because he managed to kill a lot of Jews, right? Three million of them, but it was kind of a strategic failure in the end." Good analogy, right? Let me tell you, if if logistical success, they're claiming evacuation of upwards of 100,000 Afghanis is a logistical success. And this was the greatest evacuation done in the history of the U.S. military. Was there any American who said when we went to Afghanistan 20 years ago that the definition of a win, a definition of mission success, was having to evacuate and bring to America 100,000 Afghanis? That's not mission success. It's not mission success to bring 100,000 Afghanis here in the first place, let alone to have it done, and the manner in which it was done, in which they're unvetted. Meanwhile, as we evacuated unvetted upwards of 100,000 unvetted Afghanis, we've still got Americans on the ground. Americans that were left behind Taliban strongholds, Taliban checkpoints. Is it, How could it be considered a logistical success when we had 13 U.S. military slaughtered? Where's the logistical success in the middle of this? In which we had a drone strike kill civilians. How how could it be a logistical success when the U.S. military, that suicide bomber, was a terrorist that we knew of that had been housed at Bagram who was released? How is that a logistical success? If this is if this is the United States military's idea of success at this point, what in the world could be their failure? I'm at the point to where we might as well go Switzerland and just not even have a U.S. military. If this is their idea of success, we can't afford to have the U.S. military running any operations at this point if this is their idea of success. And this is outrageous that there is any Republican or Democrat that sat there today licking the boots of this man. This man isn't qualified to, to, to show up as a real house husbands of the Potomac. 
The real hero is sitting in the brig at, at Lejeune in solitary confinement. Quickly, before I take a break and go to Elhoff, my friend Don Jans looks as though he's called in tonight. I haven't had him on the show in a while, and he decided to call in, and, and, and I'm glad to hear that. Hey, Don Jans, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Andrew. It's good to be back. Good to talk to you. Um, people ask, where are we in this country? And I want to bring up two examples as to where we are. In Belarus today, um, the president of Belarus is changing the Constitution because he was challenged in his election last summer, and there were protests against it because he had fixed the election. He is in the process of changing his his law, changing his Constitution to make sure he's always elected and there's never a question. That's Belarus. In Russia today, the opponent, chief opponent of Putin, is in prison. He's waiting to be sentenced for another 10 years. All of his all of the people who support him are called extremists. They are outlawed. Mm-hmm. In the United States today, the autocratic party, the Democrats, along with the rhinos, are trying to change our law, our election law, so the federal government has complete control that the um, autocrats, the uh, Marxists can always win and nobody can challenge the election. We have people who oppose this autocratic regime, who oppose Marxism, They are sitting in prison today, many of them in solitary confinement, because they are called extremists. They are called enemies of the state. You tell me, what is the difference between Belarus, Russia, and the United States? Absolutely nothing. No difference. And uh, Skins was out last week when the Arizona audit came in, and and he was confused because if you read the news articles, it Mm -hmm. it seems as though, including Fox News reporting, that Biden's numbers actually increased. That's because they're continuing, Don Jans, to include fraudulent numbers in the count. There was identified at least there was a margin of victory supposedly for Joe Biden of 10,437. Over 50,000 fraudulent votes were found, were identified. Yes. 50,000. And yet we yep. still have Joe Biden sitting in the Oval Office. We have people actually in the mainstream media pushing out that the Biden's margin of victory actually increased. This is insanity. Yep. Nothing matters in this country until our elections matter. And there is nobody in the Republican Party is doing anything about it. They all want to talk about 2022 and 2024, including Newsmax, of which was brought up today in the committee mm-hmm. because Milley reportedly said that uh, to, in his interview with the book authors that Newsmax and Epoch Times were domestic terrorist organizations. Yep. Now, you were talking about... Well, I've only got... To, I, 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 by the yeah. way, Don Jans, I'm going to have to okay. make it real yeah. quick with you because I've got yeah. to go, go to break and then Dave Elhoff okay. is scheduled to come on. Okay. Wrap us up. We, we have... Our guns, are being, our guns are about to be confiscated. Our Bibles are going to be next. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because this is all about and it, they, they can't be competing with God. They've got to get you to replace God with state. And that's why I was so angry at so many conservatives I knew last year that went on board with the 14 days to flatten the curve and wearing a mask and all this. And um, when they just because because Trump supported it, they had to support it. And I don't support the denial of my freedoms, regardless of who's behind it. I agree with you. Final thought, Don Jans, before we go to break. If you want to know where our country is, just look at what other people are doing. Compare it. We are now no longer a constitutional republic. No. People, we're not. We're not a constitutional republic. We are the next thing to an autocratic state. Yes. 
Yeah, and the, and what you should take away from these generals today and the Secretary of Defense is that we have a U.S. military that we've got a, a, that um, sees it as their goal to enable yep. uh, that the transformation of this country. That's that's correct. And don't forget, it was Obama who purged our military to bring all of these people into the forefront. That's right. Thank you for calling in, Don. I appreciate it. Great to talk to you. I'll go back on the radio. And listen. Thank you, honey. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to get into uh, the economic aspect of this because you can't, you can't, it's all tied together. And they've got uh, trillions and trillions of dollars of a plan they're ready to put over on us. And wait till you get a load of what's included in it and what the cost will be. Dave L. Hoff, the financial thought doctor, will be here to discuss after the break. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K. Show. Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Just perusing some food on the Instagram, on the gram. <laughs> Doing my food obsession during the break. Uh, it's time uh, to bring in, it's Wednesday, it's time to bring in the financial thought doctor to talk, uh, share his thoughts on the, the 3.5, supposedly $3.5 trillion spending plan that's happening, but it's actually going to cost a whole lot more, and I want to pick his brain on that and more, and he joins me now. Hello, Dave Elhoff. Okay, good to be here with you. Um, before we get into the numbers and how the Democrats supposedly have... Uh, Worked with the Republicans to not have a government shutdown, although, you know, I don't have a problem with government shutting down. I'd like to see I'd like to see the government shut down a lot. Um, I want to get your take. I don't know if you had a chance to watch these generals today and these committee hearings, your former military. What's your thoughts on that? I think it's an absolute travesty when you've got your general saying that it was an absolute failure. I mean, come on. What do you think? No one saw this coming? Of course they saw it coming, and they were warned. I don't think they have a clue of what is going on. Well, General Milley spent uh, so much time talking to book authors uh, that he clearly wasn't focused on Afghanistan. Look, you know, they he had some actually some good points in talking about the fact that uh, when we first went in there, we knew Osama bin Laden was in Tora Bora and we didn't do anything about it because Bush didn't care about that. He was there for different reasons. Um, and, and there's a lot that could be done in terms of an autopsy over why we went there and mistakes that were made with rules of engagement. I've been talking about it for years, but there's no excuse for what they did in the collapse of Afghanistan, we did lose this war. We didn't have to lose this war, and we didn't have to have it go out in the way that it did, which was intentional, and gave them upwards of 100,000 unfedded Afghanis- Afghanis that they could bring here to vote Democrat, some of which have already raped children and assaulted a female U.S. military officer. This is part of the Democrats' overall plan for this country. In terms of um, not unlike their their reasons for the open southern border that we've got. But let's talk economics. Let's let's talk numbers, because that's an also it's like part of the three legged stool here. Um, This three and a half trillion dollar plan that they've got. um, Your thoughts on it. What do you want to share with us about it? It's three point five, but it's really four point three trillion dollar plan. And. It is a total wreckage 
of the America that we know. It is ridiculous that they think they're going to find ways to pay for this. It's not happening. It's more entitlements. It's more giving people money they don't deserve. And it's more talking about, it has nothing to do with infrastructure by any means. Well, except hold up a second, because I found a different article today, Elhoff, than than the one that I sent you yesterday. And you may change your mind when you hear a few other things. I don't know. I don't think it was in the article that I sent. You may you may change your mind after you hear that three billion dollars of the money is actually going to go for something called tree tree equity. Elhoff, you can't make this stuff up. Yeah, this is true. Evidently, there's not enough trees being grown uh, equitably across the country, and there are some disenfranchised neighborhoods that ain't got enough trees. So now we got to spend $3 trillion for tree equity. That's true. So, Andrea, they're talking about how many billion going to build plant trees? $3 billion to plant trees. Also, I found out a little bit more that's in it. I'm not sure if you know. I didn't know um, because um, I, I, I'm not a mother. I haven't had children. If I were to have children, it would be in a hospital. But apparently, we've got a problem in this country, Elhoff, that we don't have enough doulas. Do you know what a doula, do you know what a doula is? <laughs> a doula. Yes, I do. Yes, there's not enough doulas. So evidently there's going to be 25 million dollars, I think. I'm not sure if that's million or billion to increase the doula population in this country. We need doula equity. Uh and the doulas evidently are going to to also go a, a long way in helping with uh, diversity in the medical community. So we're going to increase the doula population in this country. I also found that they're actually going to be Distributing um, uh, ninety billion dollars to nonprofits, uh, which is going to go to um, help business startups, including giving money to felons and criminals that were released from prison, no questions asked, so that they can start up businesses. Oh, isn't that sweet? Isn't that sweet? Listen, this is all a distraction. Because here are some things that I discuss with clients all the time. The cost of living is going up at record levels. Okay, taxes. All these people who have been putting money into 401ks are going to end up paying two to three times more in taxes in retirement than they saved during their working years. What do you think about that, folks? Wow. When you saw taxes... Reduce your income in retirement by up to 30, 40%. Wow. Have they prepared for that? No. When your advisor showed you how much tax you would pay in retirement, what did you think about that? Most people don't have the answers to those questions. And now they're distracted by this bill mm-hmm. and they're thinking the government's going to bail them out. Listen, the government has never run anything efficiently or bailed anyone out. 
Well, no. And now they included in this is $80 billion for the IRS for enforcement. And that enforcement, if you also understand that Elhoff and I talked recently about how they're going after checking accounts and they're going to be looking at every account that's got over $600 and they're going to be reviewing all the ins and outs. They're going to be looking at Venmo. They're going to be looking at PayPal. If you were a small business owner, you were going to be, you know, enduring an inspection like a proctology exam by the IRS, which is the only organization, it's the only department. That is a law enforcement agency, by the way, that gets to declare you guilty until you prove that you're innocent and they can even seize all of your assets. What they're doing with this three and a half trillion is, and you're right, it's a distraction. It's meant to buy votes. $90 billion they're going to give to these community organizations like ACORN, right? It's like Barack Obama and the old ACORN who contributed in a large part to the housing bubble and the economic um, collapse in 08 and 09. This is about, this is basically an election we're going to give 90 billion dollars to them out there to buy votes and so many of the democrats don't get with ultimately what this is about that everybody is going to suffer and from inflation to their taxes and beyond totally so andrea i'm telling you folks are going to need to see the baby boomer dilemma in two weeks oh yeah 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 tell everybody about your movie Go on, the baby boomer dilemma. I think we lost Elhoff. We need to call him back. We're going to take a, let's take a break, Skins. Now, let's take a break and then we're going to get Elhoff because, yeah, he's got a movie coming out called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. And I want to get that, I, I, I forgot about that. I want to get the details out to everybody where they can see that movie. Stay tuned. Get more from the Andrea K Show at OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, and welcome back to the show, Dave Elhoff. We lost you there as you were about to tell us about your movie. Yes. October 14th is the uh, premiere in Salt Lake City. I'm attending. And when I come back, I'm going to give everybody who's interested access to this movie. They'll be able to see a trailer. They'll be able to see the whole movie. They're going to have to contact me. I'll have a landing page for that. I'll have it on my website. And all the questions that I was asking earlier, when the market crashes 30 40% again, what have you done to protect your assets? How about people with cognitive decline? Do you know any, anyone that has Alzheimer's or any of those situations? How do you ensure that your income continues? Lifestyle, how much do you want your lifestyle to go down if the market crashes? All these questions most people don't have a clue right. of what the answer is, Andrea. Right, they don't. And so um, I, I'm assuming they're going to get those answers in your movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma. Yes. Okay. And it's October 14th, and um, after, it, after it premieres, you're going to be here and tell everybody how they can, um, how they can get a copy of it. Absolutely. All righty. Well, thank you for being here, my friend, and I look forward to seeing that movie. I'm not, I'm not a baby boomer, but I, you know, this is information everybody needs to have. So, thank you for that. Thank you for being here, my dear. Absolutely, AK. And the good thing about not being a baby boomer is you still have time. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, time is the most. This is true. Part. Yeah. Time is critical, and but we can't. We and we've got to realize that it's still a sense of urgency. When you look at what the Democrats are doing, you look at inflation, you look at the spending they're they're putting upon us, um, the way they're trying to control our money, um, taxes. We we got to have a plan, and, and people just wait too late, and so um, we got to get on it. Thank you, my dear. If we let them continue; they're going to ruin our kids and grandkids. Yep. Future. That's absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. All right. Um, okay, so you know how we do Friday nights? We do our education segments. Right. So Terry McAuliffe, who's running, he's former Hillary Clinton bud. Um, he, I can't remember what, but he might have been chief of staff in the Clinton administration. I don't remember. No, that was Stephanopoulos. Anyway, so he's running for governor. He says in a debate yesterday, like this is like a selling point for him. Parents don't have a right to say what schools are teaching kids. Gosh. Right. Parents don't have. But isn't that so? Isn't that just the mindset of the left today? Right. One hundred percent. The mindset. Parents have no rights. They will take care of it. And and we as citizens have no rights. Right. Um, this is about just complete indoctrination of the kids. The mindset is that and th- and this is important to think about with not just children and um, it, it, and their little minds, how they're being corrupted. Um, not just in our bodies with these vaccines and the masks and all of that, uh, but also with our money, because they have said and they are on record in, in saying that they they don't have a revenue problem. They can spend whatever they want. They don't have a revenue problem because they have the right to come and take whatever property that we have from our money, our income. And it's also going to come down the road. And, and I didn't get into this with Elhoff, but I've said it many times before our houses if they can, if they can, if you're a property owner and they can tell you you're not allowed to evict somebody, that somebody now doesn't have to, doesn't have to honor a contract they signed with you as a landlord and pay you rent, then they can seize your home. If you've got multiple homes, if you've got cars that they think, you know, for the greater good, right? They don't necessarily need the pink slip to get the pink slip. That, well, they, they believe our government is operating that you have no rights as a citizen. You have no property as a citizen that's yours. They have the right to control every aspect of your life, your health, your property, and take it at will. And that's and that's where they're going, and they're and by YouTube taking down all these videos and continuing the cancel culture and continuing to push out lies like they are at these hearings today, they're indoctrinating the American people into accepting it and being conditioned for it. But we're going to keep pushing back against it, aren't we, Skins? We'll see you all tomorrow night, six p.m. Pacific time. Come on.